Think with Jonathan Ellis. In month one of our Rood series, Jonathan offers a catechism lesson on how to be word and Christ-centered. Enjoy. Lord of love. We're going to be taking a look at how what it means to be a Christian relates to our roots as a church community. The seven longings that make up the core of our identity at the table. Our discussion today is taken from the book To Be a Christian, which is a catechism, a text that is meant to be used for the teaching and instruction of Christian disciples, followers of Jesus. The aim, the hope of these discussions is to help us to develop and grow and become more rooted, more grounded in our faith and understanding of God. So before we begin, let's pray this prayer from the Catechism. O God, our Creator, who sent your Son as the way, the truth, and the life to save us and all the world, we believe in your reality. Help our unbelief. We long to understand all that it means to be loved, known, and forgiven by you, and to be made whole, at peace with you, others, ourselves, and your creation. We know we have sinned against you, others, ourselves, and the creation of which we are a part. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, Have mercy on us, sinners. Open our eyes to all that you are, and draw us closer to you, we pray. Amen. Today we're going to continue our look at our first longing, our top priority, our most important route. That is, we long to be Christ-focused, word-centered, because we believe that apart from the living Christ proclaimed in Scripture, there is no hope. So the first question from the Catechism that we're going to look at today is concerning Holy Scripture. And the question is, what is Holy Scripture? According to the book of Psalms, from Psalm 19, beginning at verse 7, the law of the Lord is, is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned. In keeping them, there is great reward. And Paul writes in his letter to Timothy, But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it, and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, 
which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. So then what is Holy Scripture? Holy Scripture is God's Word written, given by the Holy Spirit through the prophets and apostles as the revelation of God and His acts in human history, and is therefore the Church's final authority in all matters of faith and practice. What do we consider Holy Scripture to be? The Bible. And what books are contained in Holy Scripture? The 39 books of the Old Testament and the 27 books of the New Testament together form the whole of Holy Scripture. What is the Old Testament? The Old Testament proclaims God creation of all things, mankind's original disobedience, God's calling of Israel to be his people, his law, wisdom, and saving deeds, and the teaching of his prophets. The Old Testament also bears witness to Christ, revealing God's intention to redeem and reconcile the world through Christ. What then is the New Testament? The New Testament proclaims Jesus Christ's birth, life, ministry, death, resurrection, and ascension. The Church's early ministry, the teaching of the Apostles, the revelation of Christ's eternal kingdom, and the promise of His return. That's basically of the summary of what is contained in each the Old Testament and the New Testament. And one of the questions we're looking at in our discussions at our Sunday gathering is, how are the Old and New Testaments related to each other? Jesus himself says, according to Matthew's Gospel, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot will pass from the law until all is accomplished. And in Luke's Gospel, he says, O foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. So how are the Old and New Testaments related to each other? The Old Testament is to be read in the light of Christ, and the New Testament is to be read in the light of God's revelation to Israel. Thus, the two form one holy scripture, which reveals the person of Jesus Christ and his mighty works. As St. Augustine said, the new is in the old concealed, the old 
is in the new revealed. Now, I know for me, when you read some of the Old Testament, it can seem difficult to immediately see the connection to Christ. One example is the strange story of the Tower of Babel, an account of people trying to build a literal physical stairway to heaven. Now, how can this have anything to do with Jesus? Well, we see in that story that though humanity is separated from God because of our sin, we still desire to be with him. However, despite our own attempts, we can never reach God by ourselves. So, God came down to us in the person of Christ. Now, the fact that this account of an incident that happened thousands of years before Jesus does, in fact, point to him is amazing. How can these 39 books of the Old Testament, written by different authors over thousands of years, all be connected? How can they be connected to an event that happened so much later in the future? They're connected because every word is the Word of God, and each author was inspired by God, by the Holy Spirit. Now, what does that mean? What does it mean that Holy Scripture is inspired? The Apostle Peter writes, And we have the prophetic word more fully confirmed, to which you will do well to pay attention, as to a lamp shining in a dark place, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Knowing this, first of all, that no prophecy of Scripture comes from someone's own interpretation. For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. And we see that affirmed in what we've already read from Paul's letter to Timothy, that all Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. So what does it mean that Holy Scripture is inspired? Holy Scripture is God-breathed, for the biblical authors wrote under the guidance of God's Holy Spirit to record God's Word. So then, to conclude for today, what does it mean that Holy Scripture is the Word of God? The prophet Jeremiah wrote in his account of his calling to be a prophet for the Lord, in Jeremiah 1, verse 9. Then the Lord put out his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. And we have a similar account from the prophet Ezekiel. Ezekiel writes, And he said to me, Son of man, stand on your feet, and I will speak to you. And as he spoke to me, the Spirit entered into me and set me on my feet, and I heard him speaking to me. And he said to me, Son of man, I send you to the people of Israel. And he said to me, Son of man, go to the house of Israel and speak with my words to them. 
In Paul's letter to the Thessalonians, he writes, And we also thank God constantly for this, that when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it not as the word of men, but as what it really is, the word of God, which is at work in you, believers. And in Peter's letter, he writes, And count the patience of our Lord as salvation, just as our beloved brother Paul also wrote to you according to the wisdom given him, as he does in all his letters when he speaks in them of these matters. There are some things in them that are hard to understand, which the ignorant and unstable twist to their own destruction, as they do the other scriptures. And then in the letter to the Hebrews, it is written in the introduction, Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom he also created the world. So what does it mean that the Holy Scripture is the Word of God? As we've seen in today's readings, the Old and New Testaments are inspired by the Holy Spirit and are therefore the Word of God written. God is revealed in His mighty works and in the incarnation of our Lord, which are made known through the inspired writings of the biblical authors. God has spoken through these prophets and continues to speak through Scripture today. Let's close with this prayer. Gracious God and most merciful Father, you have granted us the rich and precious jewel of your Holy Word. Assist us with your Spirit that the same word may be written in our hearts to our everlasting comfort, to reform us, to renew us according to your own image, to build us up and edify us into the perfect dwelling, place of your Christ, sanctifying and increasing in us all heavenly virtues. Grant this, O Heavenly Father, for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Thank you for listening to Table Radio, an extension of the life of the Table Church, a community in Victoria, BC. Our mission together is to love God, love each other, and to love and bless our neighbors so that we may see Christ revealed in common life. Music for this episode provided by the Preparation EP, written and arranged by Coco Relieve, and can be found at thetablechurch.bandcamp.com. To learn more about our community, please go to tablechurch.ca.